What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Am I Reister or am I wrong? I am so lamented today because Ralph is en route to California for our third face-to-face meeting. The uh, Yeah, so we're in a position now where, yeah, we can hook up. But um, today up, though. The consequences for Creighton basketball coach Greg McDermott, I said that they should have been meaningful and that decisive, and now we have gotten an update on it, and he's taking his suspension like a man. Sham Sharania, insider for the NBA, is a narc. Don't try to keep a secret around him, even if it's not the NBA. I don't want to hear any crying about refs in the NFL. They're doing a good job getting new blood in. And Maya Shaka becomes the first black female referee. Skip Bayless gets paid and he's worth every penny. Now the boy has got his own money. Les Miles is a creeper. And finally, we have to stop with all these damn wild conspiracy theories. Like, it's it's bad, dude. It's really, really bad. Um, am I right or am I wrong? Is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, fire. Check your feelings at the door. No BS is allowed because I keep it 100. Uh, you guys can shoot me an email. I'm mad. I-M-M-A-D at unafraidshow.com if you want to get a hold. 
And you can listen to me as well, Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 82, Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. Pacific, 1 a.m. Eastern Time, and on Fox Sports Radio, 2 to 5 p.m. Pacific, Monday through, um, well, on Sundays. Um, so, first thing up, Sham Sharania, who is an NBA insider, this dude is, I don't know whether he's a witch I don't know whether, like, this dude has the most information that you could possibly ask anybody to have. It's incredible. Like, and do not try to keep a secret around this dude. But yesterday, he showed how savage he really is, though. So, if so, you got to go back to a week ago when TNT was going to broadcast the NBA All Star Reserves. When they were going to broadcast those, they had a pre show for it, everything. Shams, 30 minutes before the show, tweets out the entire damn roster. So there's no point in watching the show anymore. So what I believe happened is, is somebody from TNT, they called up the uh, stadium, they called up the athletic, which are the companies that he works for, and cussed some people the hell out. They were like, do not effing do this again. This ain't right, blah, blah, blah. Because there's a certain amount of industry, you know, practices that you're supposed to abide by. Shams was like, damn that. So fast forward to yesterday. LeBron and Kevin Durant are announcing their their all-star teams. And mind you, so much stuff is done by Zoom now that you have to kind of tape this stuff instead of doing it live. And there are... Other options as well. Some of it may be live. Some of it is not. But the teams were already known what was going to happen. So Giannis was going to be the first pick. And Shams tweets out, first pick of the 2021 NBA All-Star Game draft by LeBron James is Giannis Antetokounmpo. (laughs) And sources tell Team LeBron versus Team Durant. And then he said, the draft airs tonight. At 8 p.m. Eastern time. He tweeted that out before the show even started. But the point is, is that Shams just wanted everybody to know how ruthless he really is. So he tweeted out the first pick. He probably could have tweeted out the whole damn roster. But instead, because of what happened last week and people yelling at him, he wanted to make sure that everybody knew, like, no, I got all the information. But I'm just playing nice. Like, I'm doing the right thing. I'm being the good guy. So, uh, this dude, if you have a secret, do not say it around shams. Don't have your little computer, the the monitor open. Don't have your, your, you better put some tape over your damn camera or something. Because shams is taping. Shams is the feds. Shams is a narc. There's no other way. Like, how the hell would you know every single thing? Even Kevin Durant be saying like, yo, man, Shams, Shams be on point with all this. And this is in a day and age where people say that the media don't always be telling the truth. When people just be guessing. Shams don't, don't guess. If Shams tweeted, you, you might as well just take that to the bank. He scooped the president coronavirus diagnosis. I mean, how did, this ain't even sports. And he still did it. That is absolutely wild. Uh, but the NBA roster uh, rosters, though, I'm just going to go in on the NBA All-Star Game rosters. Le- LeBron has Giannis, Steph, Luka, the Joker, Dame Lillard, Ben Simmons, Paul George, Jalen Brown, 
uh, Chris Paul, Domitus Sabonis, and Rudy Go Gobert. KD, even though he's not playing, has Kyrie, MB, Kawhi, Bradley Beal, Jason Tatum, James Harden, Booker, Zion Williamson, Zach Levine, Randall, Julius Randall, Vucevic, and Donovan Mitchell. And it turned into a thing because Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert got picked last. Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert deserved to get picked last. Because Booker didn't even, Devin Booker didn't make the team. And truthfully, the only reason why uh, Mitchell is probably on the team is because his team's in first place. The only reason. Because I believe that Rudy, and on Rudy Gobert's end, I believe Rudy Gobert's a good player. He's a fine player. But the idea that Rudy Gobert should be on the all-star team is just beyond me. He doesn't add all-star value. The all-star game is about showcasing talents, shooting, offense, all those things. Rudy Gobert sets screens, block shots, and like he's got he offers minimal offensively. So why is he even on your all-star team? I hate to be the the you know old fuddy-duddy get off my lawn guy, but nobody wants to see Rudy Gobert in the game. That's why he was picked last. That's, well, he wasn't even picked last. He was assigned to LeBron's team because he was the last guy available. So, and LeBron was right. Nobody picks, nobody picks the Utah Jazz on NBA Jam. So give me Team LeBron overall, just in general. I think that Giannis, Steph, Joker, and Dame and LeBron are going to finish the game. They're going to play defense, hit shots. Easy, easy work. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, 
or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, the next thing up. Don't I don't want to hear anybody crying anymore about the refs in the NFL. The, they're getting new ones. They're getting rid of the bad ones, the ones that are graded low. And then we find out that Maya Shaka becomes the first black female referee. Find that out. So why is this even news? First of all, this should not be. This should not have to be news. It should not. That we have a black female referee first. This shouldn't have to be news. Because refereeing, it has nothing to do with your gender. It has to do with your effectiveness decision-making, decisiveness, you know, knowledge of the game. It doesn't have, you don't have to have played the game to be a referee. And truly all we want is referees to be accurate, knowledgeable, do the best they can. They're going to make mistakes, but it is what it is. So my Shaka, she's going to be the first woman to work as an NFL referee. And they made the announcement today but she's actually one of two women now who are going to be working as nfl referees the other one sarah thomas who worked the super bowl and they worked and well uh shaka has worked seven years at the fbs level she's worked in the pac-12 and sarah thomas and maya shaka back a couple years ago in 2014 they were the only women chosen amongst 21 referees for the NFL officiating development program. And she's worked, she's already worked NFL preseason games and, you know, and like, so she's been on the field with the pros before and clearly has proven her medal. So the idea when, when her or Sarah Thomas throw a flag, Oh, these women refs, nah, man, it ain't even like that. You're either a good ref or a bad ref. Like your gender or sex has nothing to do with it. Yeah, but it's football. Yeah, but come on. Come on, man. Let's just keep it 100. It is time that we move past all the stupid stuff like that. I'm excited about it because, like I said at first, this shouldn't be news. We shouldn't have to sell it. We should be at a point, even though I understand that we're not and we're supposed to celebrate it. So this is why I'm talking about it. But we need to get to a place where this is not news, where we say, oh, the the NFL is bringing in new refs, period. 
trying to bring in the best refs possible. That's the way it should be. So we still got a long way to go. So we will celebrate Maya Shaka right now. Excited to see her on the field. Hope she does a good job because I want to see good football. Hmm. And black, black girl magic is real. Um, next thing up, Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless got paid. He got absolutely paid. When I say the boy has got his own money, the boy has got his own money. He is a, he obviously works over at FS1 doing the show Undisputed with Shannon Sharp. He used to be over at First Take uh, on ESPN. And then Stephen A came in and when Skip left to go to FS1, it became Stephen A's sole show. Stephen A makes $8 million plus over at ESPN as well. But, but Steve, Stephen A does like 50 times more work. I mean, he's on every damn show, boxing, basketball, doing NFL. He's got his own show in the middle of the day. The dude is working super hard. But the idea, like, I think that Skip, play, because this was a bidding war for Skip because they wanted to get Skip and Stephen A back together. Skip was smart. Skip made ESPN believe on some level that he was willing to come because they were going to have to do the show in Bristol, most likely, because Stephen A's on the East Coast. That's where some of their studios are. Yes, they have a studio on the West Coast, but logistically, Skip would have had to move. From all accounts, Skip likes living on the West Coast. He likes living in L.A. So Skip had to make them believe that that were a possibility. And then he was willing to move. But no, he ends up staying at FS1 for basically the same amount of money that ESPN offered him. And then some people were asking, okay, is Skip really worth the money? Because if you look at Undisputed's ratings, they're about half of what First Take does. Well, you have to consider the situation. FS1 doesn't have nearly the same media rights as ESPN does. ESPN has the NBA. They have ESPN Monday Night Football. FS1 has like soccer, college football, um, few few other things, but not any of those marquee products in terms of just throughout the whole year. Does Fox? Yes, but not FS1 on in terms of broadcasting games. So that means that that as far as money goes as, as concerned that FS1 doesn't nearly even have to meet the same financial projections to be able to pay people competitive salaries because they're not shelling out like ESPN shelling out 1.9 billion dollars a year for the ES for the right to broadcast Monday night football so th that's where these things balancing even out and FS1 is continuing to grow like it's a, it had it does well digitally, it does well YouTube podcast. That's where some of the additional money is made up. And some people in the sports media they'll tell you, "Oh man, I hate this." Like, "Oh, he's getting overpaid." I wish it were me. No, this is the same thing like it is in any industry. I am excited for Skip. I'm excited for Stephen A. Because you know what that means. That means that when George's time is up, George's check will be much bigger. And if anybody wants to hate on me with an $8 million a year check to, to do what I do, 
I won't be upset with that at all. Go ahead, hate on me. I'll take this big check. Um, the next thing up, Creighton coach Greg McDermott. He made a big, big mistake. So to go back uh, after a game, I think it was on December. It was some sometime in December, like this. No, no, sorry, February twenty seventh, I believe it was. After they had just lost, he said he was emotional, all these things. And then he actually said, guys, we got to stick together. We need both feet in. I need everybody to stay on the plantation. I can't have anybody leave the plantation. So to go back, he went, he said he immediately recognized that he should not have used that phrase. He apologized to everybody. He's talked to administrators. He's talked to parents. He's talked to his players, all these things. And then the next day we find out that he volunteered to resign. And I said to do on the last podcast with Ralph, I said, you have to judge a man by his fruit. By if he has a history of doing things like this, then hell yeah, have no problem with firing him. But if this dude made a mistake, because there's a difference in having malice and hate in your heart and needing to change and clean up your language. And needing to change and clean up your, your language, part of it is awareness, because some, sometimes some people don't know that certain things are offensive. And sometimes people are like, oh, wait, hold up. I wasn't aware of that because this is something that I grew up using, terms, ideas, thoughts. And then those are things that can be changed. So I don't believe that, I do believe in consequence culture, but not cancel culture. But the idea that Greg McDermott has no redeemable value and should have his career lost because of this is not necessarily right, depending on his history. So he volunteered to resign. And I thought that that was as honorable as it came. I was like, okay, cool. He realizes how damaging that this could be. And if you missed it, the reason why it's such a big deal using that plantation language is because you have a lot of black players you people are trying to change things out in the world. This is unpaid labor. They know they should be paid. And a lot of things in life just get glanced over. So it was a big deal. But if Greg McDermott's history does not suggest it, if he's not Iowa strength and conditioning coach, if he's not other people who have a sketchy past, no problem with him returning. So he went out and coached the next day because his players asked him to coach. But then yesterday we found out that he that he got suspended by the school. And I said that the action should be decisive. And that's what the school decided to do. And Greg McDermott said, I made a mistake. I own it. Mistakes come with consequences, and I accept and agree with the suspension. And people will think that the, that the suspension is too harsh. I don't. 
And the reason why is because he did mess up. He acknowledged mistakes have consequences. So if I'm speeding down the freeway, does that mean that my license should be suspended forever? I shouldn't be able to drive a car? No. But do I get a speeding ticket? Yes. So Greg McDermott got a speeding ticket. Hopefully he'll be able to return to his job and he can be more cognizant. But sometimes people have the idea that perfection is what's necessary. And I think that in the in the time when we're asking for change to happen, demand for change to happen and realizing that there's not equity out in the world, that we do still have to have grace for people in the fact that they're not going to be perfect. There are some things that need to be changed. People weren't raised the right way. People weren't raised all the time in diverse environments. They weren't raised in um, with, with the same values. And sometimes you have to unlearn those things. I've talked about on here many times about the things that I had to unlearn about masculinity that I was taught, not necessarily by my family, but that I was taught out in my community, out in my peer group how pride was way above doing the right thing that I thought that protecting my own pride was doing the right thing. Oh, I got disrespect and I'm not going for that disrespect. And that makes you make foolish and bad decisions as a man. So I applaud Greg McDermott for not crying about it, for not acting like he was wronged. He made a mistake. He owned it. He's getting a speeding ticket. Hopefully he will be back but unless his history says something else, which there are no reports or indications of at this point in time. The Nikki Glaser podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser podcast. To start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. 
So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Next thing up, Les Miles. Les Miles, <sighs> former LSU coach. He got a speeding ticket, but it should have been a DUI, apparently, from what we have heard. Not an actual DUI, but in terms of the, the, the penalties. So Les Miles was banned from interacting with female students and one in particular he couldn't even speak to at LSU after two, after a 2013 probe. He's now at Kansas as their head coach. Kansas thought they had found the savior. They were like, yo, he's going to come save our program. He's 3-9 and nine and 0-9 oh last season. So Kansas is still in the dumpster that they were before he was hired. And so according to the report that came out in USA Today, Les Miles was accused of taking female students to a condo alone and at least one occasion kissing a student and suggesting that they go to a hotel after because he could help her career. That is some creepy old man shit. Like that is completely out of bounds and he should have been fired for this. If all these allegations are true, if they could substantiate them should have been fired. But what actually happened is LSU at that point in time, I think they had just won a national championship or were get, getting ready to slightly after that. They were like, no, 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 no. We, we can't fire our head coach because football is the most important thing. So they covered it up. They redacted names. All this. It took a lawsuit to get these things revealed. And Miles was also accused by the athletic department of saying that the female student workers who helped the football team bring top recruits that they needed to look and be attractive, blonde and fit, that that's what it what it says. So I wanted to address that part. Men are more visually stimulated than women are. This is the truth. And men, it, th this is the same reason why men send women uh, D picks and the women are like, yo, I didn't ask for that. Versus if it were the other way around, the men would not feel like harassed in general by that. 
the majority of men. They'd be like, oh, wow, this is nice hit. Look, look, look what I got. Because women are more stimulated mentally than they are like in, in terms of if they just see a penis, they're, they're not going to be like, ooh, ooh, I'm ready. No, versus men who are more like that. If they see a naked body, you can be aroused more easily. That, that's just what, from everything I know about life, these are things that are true. So when it comes to the teamwork, what that's what they called it at Oregon. Um, I don't know what they call it now, but uh, teamwork or the young ladies who um, escort the young recruits around campus, all that. It was done as a way for these young recruits to be around pretty girls, college age girls. It's a manipulation. I remember I went on my trip to Arizona. I fell in love in a weekend, dude. <laughs> like literally was like, yo, I ended up seeing her back in Cali on a later date, all that stuff. So what they were doing actually worked. Should they be uh, parading the girls out there to, to try to entice recruits? No. But Les Miles did understand the reason why they were doing it. There's a reason why when uh, companies are trying to sell real estate that that uh, and on these some some of these real estate shows, they put young ladies who are fit and young and hot and all this stuff that they're trying to put put them out. They're putting out the the beauty over the actual substance. So should that be done? No. Is that what you should have to do to sell recruits on coming to your school? Absolutely not. I'm just explaining the reason why they did it. But if you're actually recruiting and about football and all these things, you should actually be, be having the people to do your teamwork, that job, and in that capacity, the most competent people that way they can answer the students' questions. The way they can uh, help the, you land recruits. So that should be the ultimate goal. Whoever is going to help you land recruits because that's your job. And truthfully, just the idea that everybody's going to want a blonde girl or a dark, dark-skinned girl. Some of these dudes are gay. Some of them, I mean, like, you don't know. So just put the best people possible who are going to help you land it in the position that they need to be in. Sorry if that offended you. Um, next thing up. Can we please stop? Can we please pretty please stop with these wild ass conspiracy theories? Please. We are getting out of hand. I have a guy that I know who is trying to tell me. That like all these coincidences, oh, that Kobe Bryant was killed by all these other people, all this numerology. And I'm just like, yo, like there are coincidences out in life. Like all this QAnon, Germantria, freaking, uh, all, all of this. Dude, yes, are there government conspiracies on some level? Yes, because they don't tell us everything. 100%. But the idea that all of this stuff is manipulated like WandaVision? Like, can we please stop? It's not WandaVision, people. It is not. This is real life. Oh, well, um, and then uh, he told me that the that the Tiger Woods, 
that Tiger Woods was not actually in that crash. He was not. Because we didn't see any video of him. We didn't see pictures of somebody pulling him from the, the, the car. And I was like, did you see what happened to Kobe Bryant? Do you see what's happening with the L.A. County sheriffs and Vanessa Bryant for the pictures that they released? Well, where's the body cam footage? You think they're going to do that? Hell no. Uh, so can we please stop? I don't know how to get these people back to back to reality. But if you guys have any tips, please let me know. You guys, am I Reister or am I wrong? I'm probably Reister. But if not, absolutely leave a comment. Ralph will be back on Monday. Peace out. Catch you guys next episode. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.